The preceding message is brought to you by Kingsword Everywhere Nigeria. Stay tuned after this message for more information about Kingsword Everywhere Nigeria. Hearts, let our ears open. Let our eyes open. Let our hearts receive that which you are communicating to us. And empower everyone afresh to end this first half of the year on a glorious note. To you and you alone be all the praise. And the people of God shouted a loud amen. Glory be to God. Help me welcome a neighbor to your left and to your right. Thank you, Entropy. You can be seated in God's presence if you are joining us online. You are also welcome. Ask your neighbor for me, how was your week? Did you enjoy God's goodness? Did you enjoy God's blessings? Did you enjoy God's favor? Come on, get a response from your neighbor for me this morning. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Somebody is going to have a glorious end to the first half of 2022. In the name of Jesus. If that sounds like you, shout another amen. amen. Hallelujah. It's going to end well for me by the help of God. Remember what the governor of the feast said at the wedding at Cana of Galilee. And he was in a way describing the way God operates. He said, you have reserved the best wine for the end of this feast. So other people, the other people do it the other way. They bring out the best at the beginning. But he said, you have reserved the best for now. I want you to tell somebody this morning, God always reserves the best for you. Hallelujah. He always reserves the best for the end. So I declare this remaining three weeks. Am I right? How many more weeks do we have to the end of, of the first half of the year? It will be your best season in the name of Jesus. You will enjoy the best that God has for you in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Now, if you are going to do that, we started talking last Sunday that we are blessed and we are favored. If you are going to do that, you have to embrace what we are talking about today. I love, please put up the artwork for the service. You need to make this a declaration for yourself. You need to anchor your faith on this truth. You need to believe it for yourself. And every opportunity you have to declare it, you need to be telling yourself, I am favored. Hallelujah. It's a, blue, it's a bold declaration. It's, it's a charge of your faith. It's a confession you should use to attack. Hallelujah. Let me hear somebody shout, I am favored this morning. Hallelujah. You need to be convinced about it. You need to be assured about it. You need to know it. Glory be to God. And even if you are facing obstacles and difficulties, your response to these things should be, I am favored. I am not disfavored. Hallelujah. I am not disadvantaged. I am not forsaken. I am not forgotten. I am not helpless. Hallelujah. I am favored and I am favored by God. Glory be to God. I'm a favored child of God. Hallelujah. It's so important. I want to stress this again this morning. 
these things we teach and we encourage and we demonstrate and we encourage and, and we endeavor to lead everyone to do your confession, your prayer, your worship. They are the things that make things happen for you in the realm of the spirit. You can trigger things for your own benefit, spiritually speaking, by forcefully declaring these things, engaging in these things. Hallelujah. So if someone arms themselves and put it in your mouth, particularly in a time like this, and declare that you are favored, you are blessed, you are helped, you are not disadvantaged, you are putting yourself in a better place to experience the best that God has for you. If you understand what I'm saying, shout it loud, amen. amen. Hallelujah. I am favored. Can I hear a loud amen? amen? And can I hear you declare it for yourself? I am favored. I am favored. Now, remember something powerful we shared on Wednesday. Very, very, very important. Um, if you um, join the midweek service on Wednesday, I shared with you that the favor of God works like rain. Works like rain. We all know, naturally speaking, how the rain works. The Bible describes in Isaiah 55 that it comes down from heaven and it waters the seed in the ground and it makes it to bring forth fruit. Now, particularly in Isaiah 55, the analogy that rain was used, or rain was used as a metaphor for the word of God. It says that's how the word of God works. It works like rain. But also, that's how the favor of God works. And one way for you to get yourself, this is what we shared um, a big part of what we shared on Wednesday service, to get yourself into a place where the favor of God can be operating for you is to have seed in the ground. If we send all the rain that you need or all the favor in this world that you need to your life and there is no seed for that rain or for that favor to activate and bring the potential the seed carries to work in your life, it will be a waste. And what we specifically hammered on on Wednesday is that it's important for you to identify the seed or the seeds you should be sowing at this time. So that as God begins to favor you afresh and you are walking in the consciousness of God's favor, the rain that that favor provokes, I mean that song that the choir was singing again, Holy Spirit rain down, rain down, very powerful. Those are the kind of meditations we should have on our hearts and our minds at this time. God raining on us. Hallelujah. And he comes and he waters our seed. Glory be to God. And our seeds begin to board. Praise God. So it's not just a matter of, please hear me very, very carefully this morning, um, making a declaration or speaking, and that is powerful. We, we talk about when you are applying faith. This is a basic thing we teach in the school of faith. And those of you that are a part of KTI going on, I'm sure when you get to the class of faith, this will be instructed or taught to you again. It, it, corresponding action is also vital. Somebody say corresponding action. What do we mean by that? If I am declaring that I am favored and I am believing for the favor of God to help me to finish the first half of the year well, and I'm expecting favor, and I'm trusting God to show me uncommon favor, 
it's also pertinent or important for me to act correspondingly. And the corresponding action or one of the main corresponding actions can have is to put seed in the ground. All manner of seed in the ground as an act of faith. I don't want to teach all that. We, we, I talked about that a, a, a lot on Wednesday. I don't want to go into that again this morning. Hallelujah. But talking about corresponding action, your faith at work or your prayer, your worship, and all the other things we encourage you to do in church, they are also important. Someone that knows they are favored, please hear me and hear me very well this morning. You're expecting favor. You should not be going around with your head bowed, looking all sorrowful, looking all dejected and rejected. That is not appropriate corresponding action. Am I talking to somebody this morning? That is not appropriate corresponding action. You need to be like a Joseph. Talk about someone that practices corresponding action with his expectation of favor. That even though he's in prison and nothing is happening, he will get up in the morning and all the other prisoners that are moody and sad, which is naturally expected, he will, what is wrong? Let me, encouraging them. Corresponding action. So I'm telling you that as a person, first of all, you're a favored child. The important thing is to even be um, conscious of the fact that you are favored and you are not just declaring it, you are leaving it out. Make sure your action is in line with what you are saying. Are you with me this morning? Act correspondingly to the word that you are believing. Don't make your actions, your thoughts and your behavior opposite what you are believing. Now, you will be tempted, hear me and hear me well. But this is how you overcome the temptation. And many times, that's where the victory is in overcoming those temptations. That's your first line of establishing victory in the situation that you want to see victory in. Glory, glory be to God. Let me hear someone shout again this morning, I am favored. I am favored. Hallelujah. Let me quickly remind you this morning a few things favor will do for you. And then I will zero in on something God put on my heart that we're going to, we're going to hammer on this morning. Favor, the favor of God will inspire fresh ideas in your heart. And I mean, I believe I've shared along these lines at different times in church, but please hear me, hear me well this morning. Why should I um, be conscious of the fact that I am favored? Why should I walk in the consciousness of that favor? Why should I believe for that favor? Why should I act or take corresponding action as someone that knows they are favored? It will inspire new ideas in your heart. Inspire new visions and dreams like it did for Joseph. The favor of God that was at work in his life helped him. And one of the things Joseph always had, he always had ideas. He could see dreams. He could see visions. It was an expression or a better still, a manifestation of the favor of God that was at work in his life. When you are conscious of that and you are acting correspondingly, it will inspire fresh ideas in your life. Favor opens doors for you. Opens opportunities for you. Opens it for you like you did for David. 
They anointed him with oil. The favor of God was upon him. All he came to do at the battlefront that day was to give his, um, his bread and food. But in that place, the opportunity to take out Goliath, which interestingly everybody was running from, it was available to him. It opens doors for you. Opens opportunities for you. And I love it when you are conscious of it. I mean, when David got to that battlefront, everybody was running from Goliath. He, he, he told them, Ah, your servant, he told the king, your servant killed the lion, your servant killed the bear. This uncircumcised Philistine is just going to be like them. Not only will you see the opportunities, this is how the favor of God will help you to work. You will be able to seize the opportunities. And this is why it's so important to be conscious. Let me hear you shout, I'm favored once again this morning. Conscious. The opportunity was there. The opportunity was there for every soldier in the army of Israel. But not everybody saw it. Not everybody seized it. I can kill this giant. Have you ever been in a place where everybody doesn't know what to do, doesn't have any ideas, doesn't have any suggestions, but you, things are just bubbling up in your heart. You have an idea, you have a thought, you have a suggestion. That's favor, the favor of God at work, particularly if it's supernatural. Have you ever seen something everybody thinks is a challenge, it's a mountain, everybody's running away from it, but you are saying, ah, there's opportunity here. We can make money through this thing. We can succeed in this area. Hallelujah. Favor will protect you. Shield of favor. That's what the Bible tells us. Surrounded with a shield. Protection. And we need protection in these days. The other day, let me, I like sharing some of these practical stories with us. I, it helps me and it learns from me. We were going home and... I, I, I was driving, but I think I lost concentration, and the tire hit a curb, the front tire of the car. Please listen to me very carefully. And the tire burst and got damaged. Just, I, I, was it church? I can't remember where we were coming from. No, it wasn't church. It was an event. We were going home. I mean, normally, I, those kind of things don't happen to me. <laughs> so, of course, we parked. Somebody fixed it, and I got to my house. When that happens, I, I would just be... I'll go, why, why? I'll try and find out what's going on. And I was thinking about it for that, that evening. And God told me that, just spoke to my heart. I mean, and sometimes when God speaks to your heart this way, you, you, are, you are just, I said, that, thank God. He didn't say thank God, but <laughs> that is the tire that bust. So what if you had run into a car? Or what still? And interestingly, two, three nights ago, I was running from church. This now actually happened. I was driving, it was late at night after service. I went somewhere, so I was getting him. Wednesday night, one madman just from nowhere ran in the middle of the road. And he, had, he was already disoriented. And I was the first car. In fact, he almost caused him. Not only that, to slow down. Thank God I sent him not to slow down. I didn't hit him. I'm just even remembering this now. This is what God told me. What if you had hit somebody? Say this one is the only tire you have to fix. And you go and you went home. You will be in hospital now. What if you had run into another car? Something happened, I lost concentration, and it was just a tire. I said that, thank God. He didn't say thank God, but you know. <laughs> the favor of God protects you from all manner of things that could have happened or that can happen. And this is the lesson God taught me again. I've, always, I've known it, but he reinforced it. It's not the only people that are enjoying protection of God. Are, it's not only people that it's as if nothing is happening. Even you that just a scratch that you experienced. 
or one small thing that you are still standing on. You know that some people that some things happen to them this week, they can't make it to church on Sunday morning. Because they just can't for one reason or the other. The favor of God protects us. We are surrounded. I'm just excited something. That's why I'm going to where I want to go. I want to I will give you scriptures for that one, please. But okay, let me just give mention two more. Favor of God empowers you. Like Moses. Power. Moses was running away from Pharaoh and Egypt. Then God called him and he went back and he dominated Pharaoh and Egypt. And that's why when he came out, after they had come out of Egypt and they wanted to continue journey, he said that, if I have found favor in your sight, don't take us from this place except you have favor. Because he knew it was the favor of God that God showed him in that experience of the burning bush that brought the empowerment, the boldness, to walk up back into Egypt after running away from 40 years as a fugitive and walk up to Pharaoh. God said, let my people, it empowers you. You, you, I don't think and I don't believe in this generation. Let, let me rephrase that. I will start to say that and I will say another statement. I don't think most people in the church are as conscious of the favor of God that is available to us operating as we ought to. And even for those of us that are working in it, we need to amp it, amp it up to another level. A consciousness of favor. It empowers you. Puts courage inside you. You begin to dare things you've never done before. By the way, you should be doing that in one area or another in your life right now. You should face a project or an assignment or a task that you have never done before. And the reason or one of the reasons why you are daring to do is I am favored. I am favored. Hallelujah. And you will not fail because favor empowers you. Glory, glory be to God. I love this one. Favor restores. Restores. Like Mordecai. You know, the Bible says Mordecai had foiled a coup plot in the days of Esther. Some people were conspiring to kill the king. Had foiled a, a cool plot and they forgot about him. They didn't give him any reward. So he remained where he was, just another guard at the gates. But one day and in one season, that God wanted to favor him, praise God. The Bible said the king could not sleep. God took away the sleep of the king. Hallelujah. I prophesy over somebody this, this season. Anyone that God is going to use for your life that has forgotten about you, may God arrest them this season for your sake in Jesus' name. Yeah. And you know, that, that, that's, that's amazing. That's how close somebody is to a massive breakthrough. It's just a matter of somebody that has the key or that has your file. Hallelujah. Or that can send your email to remember you. And when that happens, it's a sign of God favoring you. And somebody just remembers you. So the king said, ah, go and bring out the records and start reading to me. Then they now read the story of the coup plot. Ah, did we reward the man that did this? They said, no. I ah, go and bring the man. Let's reward him. 
to what he had lost. And you know, when we say things you are lost, it's, two, it's in two categories. Something you had physically that was taken from you, that wasn't the story of Mordecai. It was something he was entitled to that ought to have been given that was not given to him. It was now restored in one season that God showed him favor. Praise God. Now, understand this. This is why we are taking this thing today and we are teaching this. And I'm just reciting these things again. God is already showing all of us favor in Christ Jesus. What each one of us must learn to do is to walk in the consciousness of it. That's what we mean when we say you activate it. Praise God. And I'm telling you that's how you should finish this first half of the year. Activate favor. Be conscious of it. Declare it. Pray for it. Do you know you can ask God for favor? You are not asking God to do what he doesn't want to do or what he can't do. You are, through prayer, activating what God has made available for you that you want to see manifested in your life. As I step out this week, as I step out this day, thank you, Lord, that you show me uncommon favor like I've never experienced before. Let somebody remember my name. Hallelujah. You can ask. You can worship God and your intention is, I want to get into your presence. I want to encounter you so that your favor can rub off on me. Hallelujah. That, that, that's what Moses experienced. Moses said, don't, God, he told God, don't take me away from this place without your favor. If I found favor, don't let us go to this place. God said, then God now, the congregation, God said, um, so he now told God, show me your glory. God said, I'm going to put you in the cleft of the rock and my presence will pass by and you will see my backside. In other words, you'll be in my presence. You can pray, you can worship, you can declare corresponding actions. You can be spiritually intelligent because you have been taught the mystery of the kingdom. Again, back, referring to what we taught on Wednesday. And the mystery of the kingdom is that it works like rain. So a man must sow seed in the ground. So that when the rain comes, it can water your seed. Corresponding action. Hallelujah. Praise God forevermore. Somebody declare again, I am favored. I am favored. I am favored. Open your mouth and just pray. Pray in the spirit. Pray in the spirit. And consciously activate that favor in your life right now. I am favored. I am favored. I am favored. I'm not hearing somebody. I'm not hearing somebody. I am favored. I'm conscious of it. I, as, as I step out this week, favor is activated on my life. And it's doing all manner of things. Bringing restoration, bringing ideas, opening doors, empowering me, enabling me. I am favored. And I'm enjoying the favor of God in every aspect of my life. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. Now this is what God told me to zero in on this morning. And it's because he knows we need it more than ever before. In this time of scarcity, in this time of lack, in this time that people may have suffered loss, in this time that God spoke ahead and told us it's a year of recovery. 
one of the amazing benefits and blessings and operations of the favor of God is that it brings satisfaction in our life. We can say it this way, favor satisfies. This is how we close service. Pastor Lea read the text to us. I was jumping ahead of it. I was going to <laughs> get into it this week. We're going to run through a number of scriptures, scriptures there. Deuteronomy 33, verse 23. Favor satisfies. What is the opposite of satisfaction? It is shortage. Not enough. So hear me this morning. Everywhere you look around, you don't seem to, you are not satisfied. Let's not even beat around the bush. Whether it's your finances or your job, your business, anywhere you are, thank God for what he's doing. No, I can't deny that I've seen the finger of God. I can't deny that God has helped me. Six months have come and gone. I can't deny that God has been good to me. I, I, I mean, I can't deny that. It's, I will be ungrateful. I will be unthankful. But, sir, I am not satisfied. I know God has done something. I know. I know God has helped me. I know if it's not for God, I won't be here today. But, God, can I be sincere with you? <laughs> Somebody say that, God, can I be sincere with you? <laughs> Let me ask anybody, can you be sincere with God? <laughs> or better say, can you be sincere with yourself? Like my mother used to tell us, my late mom, other people can deceive you, it's okay, but you don't deceive yourself. <laughs> I am not satisfied. Well, there's an answer to that. There's a provision from heaven for that. Favor, I mean, you can see it in the verse already. Favor will bring satisfaction. So if there's any area or aspect of your life that, ah, I'm not yet satisfied, then walk in favor. Activate favor. Confess favor. Pray for favor. Sow for favor. Believe for favor. Position yourself for favor. Oh, Naphtali. And like we always say in church, you put your name there. Oh, Tunde, satisfied with favor. Hallelujah. Now, on one level, that means you keep getting favor and keep getting favor until you are satisfied. But on a deeper level, it means if you walk in depths of God's favor in any area of your life that you are interested in, you will arrive at a place of satisfaction. Who wants to get there? Hallelujah. Satisfaction. Like it's the Bible said of Abraham in Genesis 24, that God had blessed him in all things. Satisfaction. Do you know that God wants you to be satisfied? Can I hear a loud amen? amen. He wants you to be satisfied. It's all over the scriptures. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Psalm 22 verse 26. I want to give you about five scriptures on satisfaction. God said this is how you should finish the first half. In satisfaction. Glory be to God. In satisfaction. Who is interested? We don't have to manage with God. We don't have to be shortchanged. Am I talking to you this morning? God is El Shaddai. 
The favor is more than enough. It is overflowing. It is abounding. It is excessive. Glory be to God. We can have more and more and more and more of it till we are satisfied. In any and every area of our lives, may you enjoy your marriage more. May you enjoy your children more. May you enjoy your job more. May you enjoy your business more. May you enjoy this church more. May you enjoy every area of your life more and more and more till you are satisfied. Can I tell you something? That's what God wants to bless you with for the first half of this year. Now, the interesting about satisfaction is when you get satisfied to this level, your appetite will now increase. <laughs> and then you want another level. But whatever your current level is, praise God, whatever will bring you to a place where you are satisfied, I prophesy over you, may it be delivered into your life this season in the name of Jesus. I say by the hand of God, it will be delivered into your life in the name of Jesus. Abundantly satisfied. Somebody shout, that is me. Declare, I am favored. And I am abundantly satisfied. Hallelujah. Psalm 22 verse 26. Quickly, let's run through a few scriptures that establish this for us. The poor will eat and be satisfied. Glory be to God. Those who seek him will praise him. Will praise the Lord. Let your heart live forever. We will eat and we will be abundantly satisfied. What does it mean by the poor? He's saying in any area where there's lack or shortage, God will supply you with so much more. You will eat. Let me hear somebody shout, I will eat. And I will be satisfied. Hallelujah. Psalm 63 verse 5. So, corresponding action. Let me quickly touch on that again. In the place of building your faith to experience what favor will do for you, you now understand that favor can get you to a point of satisfaction. You will be satisfied with favor, and that favor will cause you. In fact, that's what it means to be satisfied with favor. That's really what it means. It's not like, ah, ah, pastor, you know what? That service was so great. I mean, I was pumped up with favor. And when you get home, you are the food you are eating, you are not full. No, you didn't get enough favor in that service, sir. Or you've not yet downloaded enough favor for your life. Till, hear me, hear me well, I'm not speaking German to Lagosians. Till what? You are satisfied. Somebody say till I'm satisfied. I can't hear you. Say till I'm satisfied. Till I'm satisfied. Psalm 63 verse 5. My soul shall be what? Satisfied as with marrow or fat. <laughs> and fatness. And if you look it up in, in Amplified, it's saying abundance. Satisfied with abundance. And my mouth shall praise you with joyful lips. Satisfied as with marrow. And fatness. Fatness there refers to abundance. Hallelujah. Psalm 65 verse 4. Beautiful. I'm sure many of you know this one. Blessed is the man you choose and you cause to approach you. You can access God's presence. 
a way has been made for us to come boldly before the throne of grace that we can obtain mercy and find grace to help in time of need. Blessed are you if you are that man. This is what the psalmist was saying long before um, it was recorded by Paul. The man you choose and cause to approach you that he may dwell in your courts. When you have that kind of access to God, what should be your testimony? We shall be satisfied. Hallelujah. With the goodness of God's house and of his holy temple. Can I hear somebody shout, satisfied. satisfied. Hallelujah. Look, in a time of scarcity and lack, in a season where the world is going through economic turmoil, this is one word we should hold on to. This is one word. Have you been hearing the news? Some of you don't follow news. Me, yeah, I follow news. Oh. It helps me to prepare spiritually. Interesting is now that the UN is saying it. Dan Gauthier had said it three months ago. The moment the war in Ukraine started, he said, ah, this is going to have consequences for Nigeria. That in the latter half of the year, food prices are going to go up. Because we are one of the countries that a good number of the grain that we import comes from that part of the world. And they're now declaring it everywhere. So, looking at things naturally, please, I know why God told me to share this with us this morning. Things may become more expensive. Inflation may still go up. It was already bad before we got here. But we should not be afraid. Dr. K was sharing this with us yesterday at, at the next conference. He, he read Psalm 23 verse 4. Though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death. said that's where the world is in right now. We are walking through the valley of the shadow of death. I will fear no evil. So we are not going to pretend or act as if hey, there may not be changes. No. But the good news is this. Somebody shout good news. And that's what we need to learn to hold on to. As far as we're on this earth, there will be negative things. Darkness may cover the earth, gross darkness the people, but for us, God's light is supposed to shine. Hallelujah. So in a time where the news going around or the events happening is that, ah, things are going to get more expensive, there will be more scarcity, there will be lack, we should hold on to God's promises. And God's promise to each and every one of us is that you shall be satisfied, hallelujah, with abundance. Even in a time of drought. We've talked over and over in church about Isaac's testimony. Famine everywhere. But God told him, no, stay here. So here. Then the rain of favor came. <laughs> hallelujah. And he reaped a hundredfold in that same year. May that be somebody's testimony here in the name of Jesus. Amen. If you know you are the one I'm talking about, shout a louder, amen. amen. Because we have access to God's presence. Because we can come boldly to his throne of grace and obtain mercy to help in a time of need. God said you will be satisfied with the goodness of my house. You will keep getting it, getting it, getting it until you have more than enough. Hallelujah. In fact, I prophesy over you. You will be a help to many in this season. You will have more than enough to be a blessing to others. God will use you to help others in the name of Jesus.
Favor brings satisfaction. Hallelujah. So be conscious of your favor. I am favored. I am favored. You are driving to work. I am favored. You are walking down the road. I am favored. Lack knocks on your door. I am favored. And I am favored until I am satisfied. Conscious of your favor. And take corresponding action. Pray for it. Worship for it. Still, look at that. You, you access God's presence. The favor is there. Blessed is the man that you choose to approach you. If the favor is there, but you have to come. Come boldly to the throne of grace. Obtain the mercy. It is there. Find the grace to help. In a time of scarcity and lack and shortage. Oh, do everything you can do in the natural. To deal with it, but more than anything else, rely on the supernatural. I need God's favor in this season. Psalm 81, verse 16. I'll give you two or three more and then we close. Psalm 81, verse 16. Watch this. And I, I love this text because really what God was, please hear me and hear me very well. What God was doing here was he was correcting an error. You know, sometimes that's how the, the word teaches us. You see, he said the word of God is, is good for reproof, for instruction in righteousness, for correction. So that the man of God or the child of God or the woman of God can be thoroughly furnished, equipped for every good work. So one vital way the scriptures teach us, I hope somebody is hearing me this morning, is that he corrects you. That's not how you should have done it. Not only does he instruct us, he will instruct you. Instruction is sow a seed in the ground. Understand the mystery of the kingdom. Favor works like rain. No matter how much rain falls, if there's no seed in the ground, nothing can come out of it. So sow a seed in the ground. That is instruction. Correction is, this is what you did. This is what you should not, you shouldn't have done it that way. So he was correcting them here. And he told them this. Okay, you know what? Give me verse 14. Let me, let me see verse 14. Um, verse 13. Give me verse 13. Because I, I, I want you to see the correction. Aha, this is, please hear me. See, this is why I say hear me a lot when I teach. Oh, 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 that my people would listen to me. I wonder what that God is saying that to this morning. Oh, that they will listen to me. I, mean, I know there's a lot of noise everywhere. There's a lot of bad news everywhere. But God said, ah, listen to me. In fact, the more you see, you know, he told us that the more the day is approaching in the last days, we should make sure we are coming together more often. We should not forsake our gathering together. Particularly in the last days. And we even make it so easy for everyone in church. Now, even if you can't come physically, we know there's sometimes traffic gridlock in church. There's one service I was coming for. After two hours of stuck in traffic, I couldn't, I had to call Pasole. I can't make it because by the time I arrive in church, when I saw the, I mean, I will not get there before eight o'clock. Or maybe I'll get there like quarter to eight. 
We understand that. So God has helped us. He's now online. Everyone should log in from wherever you are. So that you can listen to him. Just one word sometimes from God. Hey. I hope you know it's God that speaks to us on Sunday morning. If I was one to preach this sermon, I'm telling you, it's basketball or okay. Yeah, I'm watching NBA finals now. That's what we'll be discussing. I'll be discussing Stephen Curry with you. If I was the one. <laughs> but I can't come and do that. I have to wait here, listen to God. God, what do you want me to say? And of all the things that come to the Bible, I, this is one God wants us to focus on. Only they will listen. Just hear God. Oh, I wish they had listened to me. Then Israel would, would walk in my ways. That's beautiful. You see, this is how to walk in the ways of God. And in a time like this, more than ever before, we should be what? Walking in God's ways. You know, the Bible taught us something about this powerful thing that the psalmist is saying here. That Moses took the time to understand the ways of God. Please, those of you that are younger Christians, you need to hear this very well. He said, the children of Israel, on the other hand, they were okay with just the acts of God. So somebody needs money. And he's going through a difficult financial time. But because he's in a church of people that love, and that, of course, will always help you. So at the end of the day, somehow, somehow, he still gets the financial help. The wisdom is that, how can I, the people that are helping me, let me, don't let me even use money. Somebody doesn't know anything spiritually. You don't know your left hand from your right hand. You, you now start coming to church and saying, go to KTI, learn these basics, grow in it. And maybe something we said in church or preached in church helped him. The people that know these things that are practicing that is helping them in their marriages, helping them financially, helping them in their health, what do they know? Don't just be satisfied because you are seeing miracles or you are being blessed. No, what do they know? Because the advantage, hey, where's my scripture? <laughs> Please put my scripture up. The advantage of knowing the way is that you can apply it anytime you need to apply it. Oh, hallelujah. Say they were just satisfied with water coming out of the rock. They were satisfied with manna coming from heaven. The Moses that was used by God to engineer those things behind the scenes... They did not desire to grow spiritually. What was the result? Said many of them died in the wilderness. Know the way. And you know the way by hearing his word and his voice. Are you still here this morning? Go on, go on quickly. <laughs> so he said, I wish they had listened to me. Watch this. I would have subdued their enemies. Whatever the challenges are. In our day, even this lack and hardship and difficulty. God said, I will subdue it. Whatever is coming against you. And I will turn my hand against the adversaries. If only we can hear what God is telling us part time. Let me tell your neighbor, God is speaking to you in this season. Listen. And then walk in the way. I will subdue their enemies. That's beautiful. What else? And this is where we're going. Let's verse The haters of the Lord will pretend submission to him, but their faith endure forever. Verse 16, which is where we're going. And I would have fed them also with the finest of wheat. Now, remember where it's coming from. 
if they just listened to me and walked in my ways, I would have done what? Fed them with the finest. And with the honey from the rock, I would have satisfied you. Hmm. Praise God. I want to satisfy you. I want you to have abundance. I want you to be well taken care of. Even in a time of difficulty. Even if there are advice all around. The key. Somebody shout key. Hear what I'm saying. And walk in my ways. Shout again this morning. I am favored. And I'm abundantly satisfied. Of course we know Psalm 91 verse 16. With long life, I will satisfy you. And I will show you my salvation. Praise God. Psalm 1914, we'll close with this one. Rise on your feet this morning. Psalm 90 verse 14. Oh, satisfy us early. You see, we have now come to a place where we understand Somebody say, I understand. See, this is the power of understanding. Look, look at the, the, Moses was the one that wrote this psalm. See, he had come to this place where he knows, ah, God's will is not just to help me manage. <laughs> God's will is not just to help me get by. Many people cannot pray this prayer. Because they don't have the understanding that Moses had. God's will is not just to give me just enough. God's will is to, somebody say it. God's will is to do what? The favor of God is abounding towards me to achieve this goal. What goal is that? You are not talking as if you are convinced like Moses. So. See, Moses came to this place where he now prayed. Praying from revelation. I have read the word of God. I have heard the voice of God. I have learned the ways of God. I now understand. Somebody shout, I now understand. Say, my eyes have been opened. My ears have been opened. My heart is tender and sensitive to God's word. I now understand. So he said, God, satisfy me early. <laughs> I always tell people, don't wait till December or November to start praying these prayers. What have you been doing since January? Do you know you can settle your year January, February? <laughs> Satisfy me early. Hallelujah. Satisfy us early with your mercy that we may rejoice and be glad for the remaining days of the year. Can I hear loud? Amen. amen. Satisfy us when? Early. 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 We are already in the middle of the year. But I think it's still early enough. If you get your biggest breakthrough for the year in June, is it too bad? Talk to me. <laughs> think with me for a moment. The year, I've shared this with us a thousand one times, the year David killed Goliath, was that a good year for David? If that was the only breakthrough David got from God that year, would it have been a good year? Now, does that have to happen in November? Or are you okay if it happens in June? Am I talking to somebody? Hallelujah. Pray this prayer. Lift your hands. And I want you to talk to God. Talk to God. This is why we tell you to lift your hands. It's a sign of surrender. Lift your hands. Lift your hands. Say, Heavenly Father, 
Uh, you need to open your mouth. You need to speak. Say, Heavenly Father, satisfy me early with your favor and your mercy this half year so that the rest of the year will be glorious for me. Say, in every area of shortage, in every area of need, in every area of setbacks, in every area of disappointments, Lord, I come boldly before the throne of grace this morning, fully aware that your plan is to satisfy me with your favor. And I boldly declare, I am favored. I am favored. Satisfy me early this season in the name of Jesus. Open your mouth and pray like Moses prayed. Pray, pray. The preceding message was brought to you by King's Word Everywhere, Nigeria. We are located at Kingsword Auditorium, Etel Avenue, behind NNPC Filling Station, First Bank Bus Stop, off Kudarat Abiola Way, Argun, Lagos. Email kmiafrica at kingsword.org. Telephone 234-810-00-006-40.